The first reading this morning is from Romans chapter 13, beginning at verse 8. Let no debt remain outstanding except the continuing debt to love one another. For he who loves his fellow man has fulfilled the law. The commandments, do not commit adultery, do not murder, do not steal, do not covet, and whatever other commandments there may be, are summed up in this one rule, love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no harm to its neighbor. Therefore, love is the fulfillment of the law. And do this understanding the present time. The hour has come for you to wake up from your slumber because our salvation is nearer now than when we first believed. The night is nearly over. The day is almost here. So let us put aside the deeds of darkness and put on the armor of light. Let us behave decently as in the daytime, not in orgies or drunkenness, not in sexual immorality and debauchery, not in dissension and jealousy. Rather, clothe yourselves with the Lord Jesus Christ and do not think about how to gratify the desires of the sinful nature. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. And now the gospel is written in the 18th chapter of the Gospel according to Matthew, beginning at the 15th verse. If your brother sins against you, go and show him his fault, just between the two of you. If he listens to you, you have won your brother over. But if he will not listen, take one or two others along, so that every matter may be established by the testimony of two or three witnesses. If he refuses to listen to them, tell it to the church. If he refuses to listen even to the church, treat him as you would a pagan or a tax collector. I tell you the truth. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Again, I tell you that if two of you on earth agree about anything you ask for, it will be done for you by my Father in heaven. For where two or three come together in my name, there am I with them. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. As we come to God's word, let's pray together. Lord, we thank you for your word, which you have caused to be written for our instruction for our encouragement and to equip us for every good work. Help us to read, mark and inwardly learn that our outward actions might be conformed to the purpose of your will for your glory. Amen. Thank you very much to uh, David for reading our uh, two passages for us this morning. Let me begin by asking you a slightly perhaps impertinent question for this hour in the morning. Are you correctly dressed? 
Are you correctly dressed? Uh, the autumn term is uh, on us. Uh, there's a certain nip to the air this morning. Uh, the demisters were working in the car on the way here. Uh, and in just a few weeks' time, our streets in Oxford will be filled with new students in slightly odd-looking outfits, all making their way to the Sheldonian Theatre to matriculate at the start of their undergraduate courses. Uh, Helpfully for them, uh, and for us if we're interested, there's a very detailed section on the university website devoted to telling them exactly what subfusk means uh, and which exactly out of the several options of gowns they ought to be wearing. Uh, And I guess for anyone dressing up for us this morning, for them as they make their way to matriculate, the key questions on dressing up are always pretty much the same. Where am I going? What or when do I need to get dressed? And what's the dress code? Those are our three questions this morning. Where am I going? When do I need to get dressed? And what's the dress code? So firstly, uh, where are we going? Uh, For Christians, we're heading towards God's kingdom of light and love. Uh, If we have a look at our Romans passage from this morning, Romans chapter 13 verse 10 tells us that love is the fulfillment of God's law. God's kingdom is characterized by love because God himself is love. Love is the the final destination, the final fulfillment of of everything that God is and everything that God has revealed, everything that he's taught and done. Jesus showed us that supremely, both by his own perfect teaching and his lifestyle. And through his death and resurrection that we were praying about in our collect prayer earlier, Jesus invites us to join God's kingdom of love. This kingdom is also a kingdom of light. You may have noticed in verses 11 and 12, they talk about the dawning day of God's kingdom. God who spoke light into darkness in Genesis, God who in Jesus is the light of the world, calls us, his people, to wake up from our slumber because the day is almost here. I was certainly reflecting on that when the alarm went off at six o'clock this morning. And that leads us to our second question. When do I need to get dressed for this kingdom of love and light? Verse 11 uh, speaks to us that the day of our salvation is nearer now than when we first believed. And we pick up there that salvation is being talked about as a future concept an event that we're getting all dressed up for, that we're we're walking towards, but one which hasn't arrived yet, a day which has almost dawned but has not yet quite come. And you might be left thinking, well, I thought that the Bible taught that if I turn to God and believe the good news of Jesus, that I am saved now. And so the question is, well, which one is it? Am I saved now, or am I not 
yet saved? And the answer is yes. Uh, Both are true. Uh, In Romans 5, Paul writes this, Since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through which we have gained access by faith into this grace in which we now stand. Paul goes on in the same passage, since we have now been justified by his blood, present, how much more shall we be saved, future, from God's wrath through Jesus? How much more shall we be saved uh, from God's final judgment through Jesus? And so there's a sense in Paul's writing to the Romans that God's kingdom of light and love hasn't yet fully come and that God's kingdom of light and love is here now. And so the answer to the question, when should I get dressed for this kingdom, is we'll get dressed now because it's both a present reality and a future hope. And that leads to our final question. What's the dress code of this kingdom? What's the dress code of God's kingdom of love and light? If I'm part of it now, and it's also where I'm heading eternally, what should I be wearing? And Romans 13 goes on to give us the dress code. Verse 10, I should put on love. Verse 12, I should put on the armor of light. Verse 14, I should clothe myself with the Lord Jesus Christ. And if you notice, there's a corollary to all this dressing up. Uh, What should I take off? Well, verse 12, I should take off the deeds of darkness. Those deeds are outlined in verse 13. And then verse 14, take off the desires of the sinful nature. And that all takes us back to the question, are we correctly dressed this morning? Are there actions or attitudes or desires that we need to take off? Are there actions, attitudes, desires that we need to put on? When people look at your life and my life, is there a sense in which you and I look like a matriculating student? Does our life, in some respects, look similar to that of the folk around us? Folk who wouldn't call themselves Christians. Is our life similar? But is our life also different? Are we on our way to a different party? Are we dressed distinctively for both who we are now and for that party to come, people of love and light. Uh, When I think on those concepts from Paul, I think about Christian friends who live in Oxford who dress themselves with love and light. I think about the 30-year-old rower, one of our congregation here, who's absolutely the life and soul of his mate's drink-fueled parties but who stands out as light and love by not getting drunk himself. 
I think about his cousin, uh, who stands out in the academic community here by not allowing his relationships with colleagues to become poisoned by jealousy of their particular research success. I think about church family members here who always have a good word to say in the spirit of our passage from Matthew, who challenge appropriately, who work for unity, and who give dissent a wide berth. Where am I going? The Christian is headed for God's kingdom of love and light. When am I going there? Well, this kingdom is both a present reality and a future hope. What's the dress code? Let's clothe ourselves now with Jesus, who's the perfect revelation of God's eternal love and his everlasting light. Amen.